Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hey everyone, Robert here to do a different type of ad for this episode. Some of you may have already heard about the Team Seas initiative that YouTubers Mark Rober and Mr. Beast have put forth. It's an effort to rid our oceans of 30 million pounds of plastic. And who doesn't want our oceans to be cleaner? They have set up a fundraiser that will remove one pound of plastic for every dollar donated. And one pound of plastic is a lot. And while we here at 7Lamb aren't YouTubers, that doesn't mean we can't help spread the word. We want to do our part. So if you'd like to help out or hear more about the effort, visit teamseas.org. You can donate as little as a dollar and it really will make a difference. The goal is to hit $30 million by January 1st, which will be 30 million pounds of plastic. Let's help them reach that goal and clean up our oceans. Once again, that's teamseas.org. Thanks, and enjoy the next episode of End of All Hope. Seven Land Productions presents End of All Hope. Season 5, Episode 4, The Monster. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. How much more room do you have, Brie? Not much. Okay, well, I can fit some more, but I don't want to make it too heavy. I had found a backpack in the upstairs closet. Bree held the one the man gave us in the woods. She was having trouble zipping it up. Need help? No, I got it. Let's see if I can just... There we go. That should hold us for a little while. We also found a flashlight and batteries, some matches, and a first aid kit under the bathroom sink. It worried me that Scott had left so much behind. Okay, not too heavy. There was so much alien vegetation growing around here, and we had heard thrashers and shriekers all night. I couldn't wait to be clear of all this mess. I got some more clothes from upstairs. That's why my backpack's so big. That's good. We had two guns, now thanks to the man in the woods, but not much ammo. Bree searched the house for a bow and arrows, even though I told her there wouldn't be any. It was odd seeing the bullseye outside, but I knew it couldn't belong to Mom or Scott or even Christina. I wish water wasn't so heavy, though. That's always the heaviest. Oh, man. There's so many of them. It was hard for me to sleep last night. Me too. 
I'm ready now. We both changed clothes last night. Christina's. They were a little baggy on Brie, but they suited me just fine. I peeked outside through some piled furniture. It was sunny now. Anything? Looks clear. We're going to jump on 78, but we'll have to hop off as quickly as possible because we don't want to walk on the interstate. It's too out in the open. Okay. Is it far? It will be with us walking. The vegetation doesn't make things easy, but if we're careful, we'll be okay. She nodded, but before I opened the front door, I turned to face the photos on the wall. I pulled a picture frame down. It showed me, Scott, and Christina, all smiling. You should take it with you. I nodded and took the photo out. I folded it and put it in my pocket. Ready, Bree? I'm ready. Jesus, it's like we're in the Amazon. Looks clear up ahead. Good. If we have to jump back on the highway, I say we do it. We just might. We need a machete to get through this crap. Hey, wait a second. Where's Jay? Jay? Jay! I'm here. I'm here. Let me guess. Admiring the vegetation again. You don't think it's crazy how tall this stuff is now? I think it's crazy, but I don't think it's cool. Really? You don't think it's interesting? It reminds me of sawgrass. I grabbed some blades and ran them through my fingers. Just taller and slimier. Great. Can we go? Yeah. Good, because this stuff is slowing us down. At least it provides us cover. Sure, but if we get spotted, we're going to have a hell of a time running through it. Well, let's get back to the highway then. We jumped off the highway because it was so packed with vehicles and plant life. That, and there were several thrashers along the way. But now we were a mile further on the side of the road and the vegetation was thicker. There are different types, too. What? I think Jay wants to give another science lesson. Look around. There are all kinds of species. I wonder if they use the sun like normal plants. Photosynthesis? It's possible. Are there any plants you know of that grow as fast as these? In a matter of months? Sure. Bamboo for one. Really? Bamboo? Yeah. It grows around 90 centimeters a day. Any other species? Well, there are like a thousand species of bamboo, but I'm sure there are plenty of other species of plants that can grow quickly. I'm just not sure off the top of my head. There are a thousand species of bamboo? I believe so, yeah. That seems unnecessary. You don't understand. (laughs) You're right, I don't. I'm surprised you're so excited, Jay. What do you mean? About a quickly growing alien vegetation that's taking over? Oh. I mean, I didn't think about it like that. No? I think about it in a scientific sense, I guess. 
scientific sense? He means he's in awe learning about a new species, but isn't thinking about the ramifications. That's not entirely true. It isn't? No. I can't stop thinking about the impact this has on the local flora and fauna. And not just here. Everywhere. Worldwide. And that doesn't scare you? It does. But it interests me as well. Why? (laughs) You guys are funny. We are? You're the only one having mental orgasms over alien leaves. It's important. To admire the plants? To know what we're dealing with. Oh? You guys can make fun of me all you want. But we've already seen the devastation that these alien species have caused. And it's obvious the military can't stop it. So, learning about what we're dealing with is the best option. That's really all we have now. Maybe if we can figure out how and why they grow, we can put an end to it. You say that like we didn't see people burning this shit. Yeah? So? So we don't have to learn about it to destroy it. Yeah, we do. Maybe they did burn it. But did they know if that would help? Everything happened so fast. It seemed like burning the plant life was the only option at the time. I mean, maybe it does work. Maybe we could just burn it all. Or maybe burning it causes it to grow like some controlled burn. Maybe it spreads seeds. Or maybe it releases some chemical gas that would kill us. There are tons of different types of plants now. And if it's anything like what we have on Earth, then it isn't hard to understand that each species may react differently to fire, to the sun, to the environment. Jesus. What? Why did you stop? (sighs) Because sometimes you just figure out a way to surprise me. It makes sense. I know, Jay. You made some good points. Yeah, but I still can't understand why it doesn't scare you more. I told you. I am scared. I'm just also intrigued. (laughs) Well, now so am I. mess. There were still plenty of alien plants around, and the ground was still mushy. But now we were able to move more freely. We hopped back onto the highway, which is filled with debris and broken down cars. Every so often, there would be the sound of thrashers. Which would force us to lay low until they moved on. Several hours later, and we found ourselves in more thick brush. Damn, I thought there'd be less of this stuff the further we got from the city. There's a path over there. Off the road? Should we try it? I see cars over there. Could be a side road. Okay. All this walking was tiring, but there was no way for us to use a vehicle. Although, I did miss the bikes. Ambridge held up a fist stopping us in our tracks. He heard something up ahead. I heard it too. Get down. We crouched down using the alien plants to conceal us. We had been doing this the whole time, but for some reason, it didn't sound like a thrasher up ahead. What is it? It doesn't sound like a thrasher. It sounds bigger. My heart started to race. Ambridge is right. The creature moved closer to us. 
along our right side. I tried to keep as still as possible. Then I caught a glimpse of the large gray animal. It looked weird, unlike anything I had seen. The creature moved slowly, lumbering along. But then... What the hell? Jake, what are you doing? Now that I had a clear view, I realized it was something I had seen before. I stood up and peered over the tall plants. There, no more than a hundred feet away, a rhino. Holy shit, guys, look! They stood behind me and watched the armored animal lumber forward, its ears twitching, nostrils flaring. Um, are we safe? Not really, but it looks like it's moving that way. The animal stopped and turned its attention to us. Uh, guys, don't move. We remained motionless until the animal turned away, continuing south. That was more intense than seeing a thrasher. A rhinoceros. Out here? How? You tell us, Jay. It looks skinny. It was. It's probably having a hard time finding food. It's still alive, though. Jay, you think it can eat these plants? I bet it's tried, but I don't know if it would supply the right nutrients. Well, you know the stuff is non-toxic. We don't know that for sure. I told you, there are tons of species now. Each one of these plants is unique. Can we go? If that thing gets pissed off, we won't be able to outrun it. That's true. They're fast, but they have poor eyesight. You think maybe you didn't see us? I think it was a she. So it had to have come from a zoo, right? You know what? The San Diego Safari Park. What? The zoo? We must be close to it. Wait, isn't the San Diego Zoo in the city? The San Diego Zoo is in downtown San Diego. But this is the safari park. It used to be called the wildlife park, I think. No, wait. Wild animal park? That's what it was called. So two zoos. Yeah. We must be near it. And the animals escaped? I guess so. Great. So not only do we have to worry about the aliens, but we have to worry about lions and tigers too. And maybe bears. Oh my. Well, this should be fun. Okay. Where'd they go? Down that way. There wasn't that many this time. I'm not going to complain about that. Do you think it's because we're far from Ramona now? No, because we're not that far. But it does help staying off the main roads. Yeah, at least it's not hard to walk over here. I nodded and we continued forward. The plant life was only ankle high. 
not like over the highway, where it was thicker and taller. After another hour of walking, I could see the sun starting to descend over the distant buildings. Hey, it's getting late, so we should start looking for a place to camp out. Really? You don't want to? No, I do. Okay, there's some houses coming up over here. She nodded, and we made our way to the closest one. can't even see the road anymore. I think we lost it a while back. Maybe we should have stuck to the highway. But we didn't because it was crawling with grazing thrashers. We ended up taking some winding side road, but now... now I wasn't sure where we were. Until... Ah, crap. What? Look. Around a grouping of trees, we found a white truck leaning against a small shed. Oh, man. Are we in the zoo? Yeah. We walked around the side of the truck with broken wood slats in the back and a torn canvas top. On the side of the door in big cartoony letters, San Diego Zoo Safari Park. I haven't been here in years. Ever tour on one of these things? Yeah. They do live feedings. We went with a girlfriend. They let us feed the giraffes. This place is completely overgrown. You want to backtrack? Not really. There were thrashers back there. And a rhino. I say we press forward. May eventually have to climb a fence to get out. If that's the worst of it. No, we should definitely be careful. There could be animals around and they might be hungry. Well, let's at least get out of this field and see if we can find where the entrance is. Okay. We continued our way through the zoo. We saw several small dead gazelles, but other than that, it was relatively quiet. Eventually, we hit a walkway for visitors. It was less dense, so we stuck to it, eventually passing a small shop and diner. Hey, look! You don't need a t-shirt. Jay came back carrying an unfolded map. Look. We must have entered through the African plain section. It makes sense because of the rhino and dead gazelles. Okay, well, can we avoid the tiger area, please? You think it could get out? Just in case. I feel sorry for the animals. Most of them probably starved. What's that there? A ditch? That's a service road. We have to cross it to get to the main entrance. Okay, let's keep moving then. It's going to be getting dark soon. Kylie and Jay nodded and we went south climbing over some broken fences and eventually making it to the Elephant Valley. I... I don't see any. Any what? Elephants. We're not sightseeing, Jay. I wonder if the zookeepers let them out. That's what I would do. 
You'd set them free? Yeah, why not? Give them a fighting chance. We passed by a couple more shops and overturned jeeps. Hey, wait. What? Hold on a second. Jay jumped onto another path. Why does he always do this? Should we follow? Do you see him? Not anymore. Then let's go. We followed the small curving path until we saw Jay standing on a bench. He used his hand to shield his eyes from the setting sun. Oh, wow. What is it? The elephants. Where? I don't see any. He turned around, a look of disgust on his face. Guys, that's not good. What isn't? But he didn't answer. He jumped down and climbed over some fences. To our right was a sign for the elephant viewing patio. We passed that and actually walked into their living area. But I didn't see or hear any animals. Then we turned past the watering hole and saw the large carcasses laying in the middle of the field, surrounded by alien vegetation. They were attacked? Not just attacked. Look. As we got closer, the horror set in. Not only were the elephants attacked, they were half-eaten. One animal had its entire back half missing, displaying a rib cage and rotten flesh. Hundreds of flies took to the air. Oh, God. Kylie covered her nose and mouth. There were chunks of elephant strewn about. A leg here, a trunk there. I had to stop and turn my head. I tried holding my breath as the smell was putrid. How many thrashers do you think could do this? I don't think it was thrashers. What? The thrashers eat the plant life. They're herbivores. Shriekers? No. Look at the bite marks in this one. Jay got extremely close. Jay, what are you doing? This was something bigger. What? I don't know. Are you sure it couldn't be a bunch of thrashers? I won't rule it out. But with these two animals, it looked like something bit them clean in half. No fucking way. That's when Kylie and I shared a look of concern. I knew what she was thinking. The other night, the thing moving through the woods, the loud thuds. I, uh, just got shivers. So did I. The thought of something bigger out there. Something that could take down multiple elephants. Something that was obviously a carnivore. Can, uh, can we go now? Jay was still looking over the carcasses. Jay. It's getting dark, man. Yeah. Okay. We quickly jumped onto the path and made for the entrance. I can't wait to be out of here. Yeah, me too. Me and Brielle were able to find a small house to stay for the night. It was one story, but relatively intact. A few broken windows, but other than that, pretty clean. 
We grabbed some blankets and sheets from a linen closet and decided to stay in the den. There was only two windows and one entrance. We ate in silence for a while. We still had a couple hours before it would be completely dark, but travel was slow and arduous, and the amount of creatures around the area made everything harder. I don't know if I'll ever get used to hearing them. I haven't. In the woods, I never had to. I didn't hear them often. Usually just the river. Do you regret coming? No, I don't. It's been scary, but it was scary being alone, too. I'm sure. A few moments of silence passed when I noticed her staring at me. She looked like she wanted to say something. Yes, Bree. Oh, sorry. I just... I wanted to say... I know why we stopped already. What? I know why we stopped early today. We have to be careful. Right. But also, if you ever want to talk about it, we can. (sighs) She was a smart girl, and obviously it was no surprise to her that I was still hurting. I don't know if I'm really ready to talk any more than I already have. Okay. Another few quiet moments passed when I decided to give in. (sighs) It's just... This knot in my stomach hasn't gone away, you know? Even at the end, Mark couldn't help but protect me. Lead those things away so we can make it to the woods. If he didn't do that, we would have died too. Yeah, that was Mark. Again, I thought about all the what-ifs, and my stomach started to tighten. Our whole trip, we should have been more careful. I know I can't change the past, but I guess I just need to focus on the future. On Bodega Bay? And on us. Oh. I fucked up so many times. No more. It hurts so much. That's why I said we can talk. But also, we can talk about anything. When I met you two, talking helped me. Being alone does that. I just liked being with you two. I know sometimes I can talk a lot, but really, it was the fact that I was alone for so long. I can see that. Sometimes I didn't think about the fact that Brielle had lost her mother. I knew it was the case, but it just didn't come to my mind when we were traveling. And if she can push on, so could I. Well, I appreciate it, Brie. And I'm glad neither of us is alone. Me too. Around two in the morning, I heard a weird, thunderous sound, but it wasn't thunder. I was still keeping watch. I moved through the den to the kitchen and peered out one of the broken windows. What is it? Jesus! I turned around to see Brielle behind me, shivering and rubbing her arms. I I don't know. Oh no, it's that thing. What thing? 
The monster. The big one. I've heard it before. You mean in the woods? Yeah. I remembered her mentioning something that sounded like a dinosaur. The hair on the back of my neck stood. I haven't heard anything like that before. That sounds really big. It's another creature. So far, we only had to deal with shriekers, thrashers, and stalkers. The thought of something bigger out there was frightening. It sounds close. We got closer to the window. Trees in the distance began to sway. Oh no. It's coming this way. The trees parted at the end of the street when the thing emerged. A giant beast against the clear sky. My jaw dropped. A chill ran down my spine. I couldn't move. And Bree was right. It was heading this way. End of All Hope Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb Starring Hope Ennis as Ava Adam Jetmore as Jay Jack Austin as Ambridge Gina Coyle as Kylie Evelyn as Brielle Ariel Hack as Mia Nora Darling as Chris Michael Moman as Roger Brett Wilkins as Travis Reed Kreiner as Dana Corey Pettit as Jess, Jerry Swindle Jr. as Gail, Ian Feller as Hudson, and Gareth Thomas as Sammy. Co-starring Mike Lenhart and Joseph Rodriguez. Music provided by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, Dylan Mixer at DMixMusic.com, and Eldritch Chachala of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black. If you enjoy End of All Hope, visit 7lamb.com for more podcasts such as this. And don't forget to rate and review. This has been a 7 Lamb production. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.